Hey guys, this is Kendra with Mom Starting on Faith. Here we talk about all things real with our walk with God, nothing but transparency and applying the word to our lives. Thanks for listening to another episode. What's up, guys? Um, Kendra here. Single? Nope, not single. Moms running on faith. Multitasking again with my YouTube. Um, I realized last time I didn't do so well editing the podcast as well as I did the video. I feel like the video, nope, I feel like the podcast was like a little choppy, so I'm not going to let that happen this time for those of you that listen on podcasts, for my friends on YouTube, what's up? Episode number two, being on YouTube for moms running on faith. This lighting makes my face look very white and my hair very flat. Um, That's just my hair though. Coming back, it might be a short one, shorter, shorter side. That's what I'm thinking. Um, I want to talk about letting God's will be done, letting his will be done. Within that, I have a couple topics about prayer and kind of being obedient, but I do want to pray before we get into it. I'm excited. I'm always excited to be back. I should just stay here forever. Okay. Dear Lord Jesus, Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for this time. We thank you um, for the opportunity to do this and the time to grow together and learn more about you and kind of just talk about life and talk about walking with you um, and just um, let us just grow emotionally and spiritually with each step that we take. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right. Will of God. So two things under this umbrella that I wanted to focus on. I definitely think two things that will affect the will of God being done in your life is prayer, like use up, utilizing prayer, talking to God, understanding the power of prayer, um, and how it can change your life, people's lives around you, etc. And then being obedient, which I've talked on both of these a little bit before, but I feel like going in a little bit more specifically, um, I think I went you know, I might have talked about it about like two years ago, but um, it's time to dial back in to prayer and to being obedient Um, because these are definitely things that I feel like in the past year that I I fumble and I stumble upon. And these are honestly like the thorns in my side. Like Paul says, like these are probably my weaknesses. Um, and I'm also just going to try to dial it back on scripture and try to focus just on like a couple of verses and not throw a million at you because I feel like I can go stir crazy and try to apply a million verses to something when really the word of God is so strong and so convicting and as sharp as a sword that you only need like one or two. Um, yeah, so I went technology today. I have my iPad so I can actually read my handwriting instead of my notebook. Um, I got my Bible, my coffee, and my water because I'm dehydrated. No headphones today. Um, Honestly, the headphones were just for a vibe last time. They're not really needed, but I looked cool. So, okay. I definitely believe that you can block your own blessings with God. That doesn't mean that you can like, rearrange your future or the things that are going to happen because that is definitely not true. Nothing you do can affect God's will. Let me say that. But 
I think you can delay some blessings and delay some promises if you're not doing what you're called to do and if you're not like walking with God and talking to him um, because you're not going to grow. You're not going to grow spiritually, emotionally, anything if you're kind of off doing your own thing. And if you're not growing, God's not going to give you more. So I take out my – Um. So – I think I can get in my head. One with being obedient with this podcast. As you can see, it's really been the past year was when I kind of just stopped being consistent with this. Um, you know, and I think I would get in my own head, but I think the enemy would get in my head as well. Like, oh, it doesn't really matter if I don't do this. Like, it's not affecting anybody. Nobody's missing out. Um, and that's what like the enemy wants me to believe, right? But that's definitely, definitely not true. And I remember way back when I would like I would procrastinate it and I'm just like, do I really want to do this with the one sole hour I have? I remember when I started this, I used to do it while my daughter is napping. Like that is a sacrifice to my young single moms um, and to any mom, honestly. Um, but it's just so funny because now my excuses is like, oh, I have my daughter. Like, oh, I can't like, no, I used to do this when she was like, math six months old like I would do this while she's napping so it's like the excuse parade in and I don't want to do it in the first place sometimes I procrastinate I'm real with you guys I don't try to be anything that I'm not um so yeah I have my excuses and I pile them up so really I've been like inconsistent with this I think I've had like three episodes in a year whereas before especially that summer, I think was that my best? I don't know. Basically what I'm saying is, is I have not been exactly obedient with this and it is something. And every time I try to say like, oh, it's not something I need to do. And I sit and I ask God and I'm like, something's off. Something's off with my faith, my walk, like something is off. And it's always this. It's always that it always comes back to this telling you. Um, so yeah, even when I ask God, I'm like, Hey, should I still do this? Like, is this still what needs to be done? Like in this season, is this what I'm called to do? Is this like one small thing that I can do for you and your will and your mission and et cetera. And it's always the same answer. It's always just like, yep. Like, and then even when I ask him that it's like, I just have a sudden urge and a fire like under my belly to do a new episode. And I'm like, I don't really believe in coincidences. So I need to stay fired up. I need to stay consistent. And um, this is something that brings me a lot of joy, honestly. Um, but I mean, when you can be a single mom, it's kind of just like one more thing, but it's not one more thing. Like I get to do this. I don't have to do this. And honestly, I think it's for me than anybody else. Maybe one day it won't be, but I'm just saying that for now. Um, long story short, that's something I need to be obedient with right now. Um, and it can be, this can, this is a very small thing. I mean, it might not be to someone or somebody else or in the future, but right now this is like one little thing, right? That I can be obedient that God has called me to do. And that like, especially if something is feeling off, it's just like, okay, this needs to be done. Um, if you're not faithful, little, like, how is God going to trust you with more? Like, if you can't do this one little thing, 
How is he going to give you that other thing that you want? Um, and you guys will literally be keeping me accountable to see if I step up to the plate and do the things. So that is one like thorn in my side. Like I said, um, another one is prayer. Also within the past year, I feel like prayer is another thorn in my side. Like I'm good with worship. I'm good with being like praising and being grateful and being thankful. But like prayer, it's that one thing like I go back and forth with as well as like this. But um, I definitely have my seasons when I'm like in it and on my knees and I'm giving it all out and I have like a really good strong friendship relationship with Jesus. Um, And then I just stop. Like, and why do I stop? I don't know. Um, so last night I was really sitting and I was really thinking about this. Um, I think routine honestly is a part of it. Um, you know, if your spiritual time is at night after being up since 5am and it's 9pm and you're about to pray, like, are you really going to pray or are you just going to like kind of close your eyes and like fall asleep on the floor? Like, I'm not really sure. I think routine is huge. And I, I like to kind of separate what I do, like my prayer, my devotions, reading the Bible. So you don't, one, you don't have to do it all at once, but then obviously something I need to be better at is not doing everything like at the end of the day um, when I'm completely just, I'm done, just done. Um, so last night, I really, to be honest with you, prayer has not been it. And I feel like Um, I go to church and like, I pray a lot during worship. And then at the end, I always go to the altar and now we have worship on Wednesday nights. So I feel like I get like filled up there. But if you're literally not talking to God, like on your own, like twice a week, you should be talking to God like every day. Like, and I think that's why I felt like far from God and didn't have a relationship with Jesus was because of that. Um, well it was, it is because so last night right? This is a little backstory for you. Coffee. Hold on. Mm-mm. Last night, I like went to pray. I was like, I just need, I was like, I need to do this right now. Like I really need to be in it. I need to not fall asleep. I need to be aware. I need like to be filled with the Holy Spirit and to just cover over my life and to talk to God. So I was praying for a little bit and then I could just feel myself getting so frustrated, so frustrated. And I literally, I was praying out loud and I was like, your word says that if we ask, like we'll receive, but like, Lord, like, why don't you hear me? And you hear that in the Psalms all the time is like, why don't you hear me? Why aren't you here? Why, 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 why? especially this year, just like my finances have been a wreck. So I'm like, I feel like I've been praying it for like even a couple of years. So I'm just like, just that one thing. I mean, I think there was a lot of pruning and I finally started to be like wise with my money, which I don't think I was for a long time, even while I was praying for it. So I think there was like a lot of intellectual growth and maturity that came 
from this whole season of praying and praying and praying for my finances and like struggling a little bit. But, um, yeah, I just, you might have that one thing that you pray for every day and it's been like years or a couple of years or months or whatever. And it can feel like that. It can feel like, it can feel like, why am I praying? Like, why am I talking to you? Like, why am I saying the same thing over again? Like so repetitive. And it's just like, I feel like you can lose hope so quick and lose like your faith and start to doubt. Um, And so I sat there last night and I'm just like, I was like, oh, this is why. Like I have like, I have seasons where I'm in it. And then all of a sudden I just stop and I'm like, it's because one, I don't think like God is there. I don't think he's listening. He's listening to me when I pray. And I don't think that he's tentative about like turning all things to good in my life. That is like worst case scenario. See, my hair is going on. I don't know what's going on. Very dirty. Okay. So I'm doubting. That was my conclusion last night. So for me, like sometimes when I pray and I'm praying, I feel like there's literally no doubt, like no faith behind it. Like it's all doubt, like literally just like saying words, but I'm not even speaking it like from the heart or I have so much doubt that I don't even pray. Like praying feels empty because it is. It's empty words if it's not coming from anywhere. Like you're just repeating it. Like, mm -mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. So after realizing this, like knowing my faith and my relationship with God is like not what it is because of the stout and because of this like lack of faith and lack of prayer, I opened my journal. I hadn't opened in a while. It's one of those, I wouldn't say the journal whatever. It gives you like little prompts and like every, it's like a weekly thing. And you have, um, two verses, uh, a week. I'll show it to my podcast. Not YouTubers, same thing. You get what I mean? Um, so there's two verses and I had skipped this week. So I must've went to it in September and I just like skipped it, but this was like the last one I didn't do. And I remember not even feeling like doing it and I just didn't do it. Listen, I'm real. What you see is what you get. So anyways, I literally opened this, like, right after that whole realization, like, I don't pray because I have doubt. And even when I do pray, I have doubt. So, like, I was sitting on the floor. I'm like, God, but, like, you say if we ask, like, we will receive. And I'm just like, what? So I'm like, why am I not receiving? One, because of, like, doubt, lack of faith, da-da-da. And then open this. You can't really. You probably can't see it. I'm going to give somebody a heart attack. It says, literally I open it and it says James 4, 3. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on pleasures. That is just one of those things where, like, you can't even – I couldn't even make this story up, like, if I tried. Like, such a God thing because I literally was just, like, on my knees. I'm like, God, like, I, you know, I know the promises in your word. I know you're faithful. Like, I I know this verse and I know it to be true, but, like, why? Get into it now. Um, So open it up. It says that. Um, And I have a study Bible. And there wasn't, like, a little blurb about it at the bottom. But 
So I did pull out my, ooh, I need to actually, how am I going to record on YouTube and use my phone? I'm not sure. Um, so I want to read this little, I looked this verse up online because I wanted to know more about it, obviously. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, may spend it on your, what you get on your pleasures. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. You know what? I'm going to pull it up on my iPad. All right. So I was on versebyversecommentary.com, but James 4.3, I'm going to read it one more time. You ask and you do not receive. I think this is a different version because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. So it says, do not receive. It says, God does not answer every prayer because there are conditions to answered prayer. And then it brings up James 1, 5 through 7. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without re reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. How much did I just talk about me doubting when I'm praying? For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He's a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Eek. Okay. Because you ask amiss. The word amiss means improperly, badly, incorrectly. The improper request in this case is praying with the motivation of personal pleasure. <clears throat> um, um, I guess I'll read this. That you may spend it. The word spend connotes to consume, squander, waste. Some people excessively spend money on pleasure. Um, and then it gives you like examples in the Bible of that. But I just want to read. Okay. So it says the principle, which, eh, take this lightly, very lightly. God answers prayer when we play legitimately. Okay, again, take that lightly. So the application is what I want to read. There is a legitimate ask and a non-legitimate ask. God established prayer on certain conditions, but we can mis misuse it. God does not hear the prayer that seeks personal pleasure. The thesis of prayer is to give deference to God's will who sovereignly provides for us. He does not always give us what we want, but he always, always gives us what we need. <clears throat> This is the last thing I'm going to read from this because um, it's literally what I talked about. Some of us praying God does not answer our prayers. We say, why does God not answer my prayers? Does he hear me? Blah, blah, blah. The problem lies within us. Yes, it does. First John 5, 14. Now this is the confidence that we have in him that we ask anything according to his will. He hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we asked for, asked of him. So God honors prayer motivated by his purposes. Um, and I used, I used to, sometimes I, I still pray like that. Like if I really want a specific thing to happen, I will pray for it. But then I say, oh, if not, like whatever, like let your will be done. And if this doesn't happen the way I want, let just let me be okay. Let me feel peace. Let me feel comfort. Um, something like that. Um. So when you are close to God and you have that relationship with God, you're going to pray for things that like are within his will. Um, so it said again at the bottom, it said, but Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. So when you're one with one with God and you're having a relationship and you're doing everything that you need to do, you will be, you know, the spirit will 
put on you kind of what you need to pray for and also intercede with you for what you want and what you need. But your desires slowly become God's desires is a very short way of putting it. So pray for God's will. Pray with faith. Get that doubt out of your mind. Think about things that he's done. Doubt too. Um, Doubt comes when you just don't have that like relationship with God or that faith or that trust. So that just means reading more. That means praying more. That just means abiding more. Um, so that was my whole prayer topic. Um, whoop. I kept reading that chapter in James. Um, and it brought me to something else that I wanted to talk about that connects to being obedient with the small things. So I was reading and it said, James 4, 17, if anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is a sin for them. So this is NIV. But then it did have a little blurb about this in my study Bible. So again, James 4.17, it says, James reminded his readers that sins of omission are just as real and serious as sins of commission. In his parable, Jesus condemned one servant for failing to use the money which he was entrusted in Luke chapter 19 and the other who knew his master's will and failed to do it, Luke chapter 12. Failure to do what is known to be right is sin. The greater the knowledge, the greater is our accountability. So that also goes back to applying the word to our lives. And if we know something within the word that we're supposed to do or that we're not supposed to do and we do it or we don't do it, no bueno. No bueno. Um, so I also looked this up on this website, verse by verse commentary. Um, oh, they posted this on Christmas. That's nice. Um, but James 4.17, therefore to him who knows to do good and does not do it to him, it is a sin. Um, you know, this is more kind of about your knowledge of the word and applying it to your life. But I think, um, it can work a little bit, (laughs) you know, it's mainly about, so it says right here, the principle is knowledge of God's principles implies the responsibility to apply truth to experience. So, I mean, as well as the word, if God has told you to do something or showed you to do something and you know, like you're supposed to do it and you're not, you're not asking, you're not praying about it. You're not kind of like moving in faith, like acting on your faith. Like sometimes I feel like God does give us like like with this podcast, like way back, like God does give you a little like nudge. The Holy Spirit will give you like a little nudge. Um, I mean, and you might not hear obviously like verbally from God, hey, I want you to do this, but like there can be a nudge. Um, And that's when I just, I acted and moved in faith and kind of just started this. Um, And like I said, it's definitely, it's definitely probably helped me grow like a lot in my faith. Um, and also just sharing the gospel and telling my story over and over and over. Um, because like you cannot, what is somebody going to say about my story and my life? And the enemy just gets really mad when we do it. So you should do it to do it, do it, do it, do it. Um, so it says the sin of pretension of knowing God's will and not doing it is a presumptuous sin. Knowledge of God's word without applying it to experience will eventually distort even our knowledge of it. So, again, going back to being faithful with little, 
you know, he's so good that like, <laughs> if you really need him to repeat it, he will, and he will show you and he will guide you. And especially recently, my excuses for this is like, God, like I, I don't have the time or the energy or resources to do this how I want to do it. Like I would love for this to be so less ghetto than in my kitchen. And I don't know if I had people and, and I could actually like talk to somebody instead of it just being me or like we had a nice setup or I don't even know what my excuses were, but those are some of my excuses when I was like, long story short, I have on my vision board that I would like like 10K followers on Spotify for my podcast. And I wrote that in the spring. So it's clearly something that's on my heart and on my mind but I feel like my big excuse right now in this season, even within this year, is like, I don't, <laughs> I want to, I'm going to do it. I want to do it right. And I want it to be perfect. And it's just, it's never going to be perfect. And that's why I come on here and I kind of have to laugh about it and be silly and be vulnerable and, um, you know, and say, um, a lot and have typos. And it's like, <sighs> I'm called to do it. I'm just going to do it. Um, so this is my word for today. I hope it relates to some of you and what you're walking through right now. Um, I would definitely say that from not being consistent in prayer and not being consistent with obedience, um, like with what I'm supposed to do, it's definitely kind of lagged my faith. And even I was just thinking like last night or this morning, like, again, like I don't think anything, anything you can like do or do not do will not like, like, um, mess up God's will like for your life. There's nothing that you can do to do that. I think that you can delay some things. And that's what I went back to. I was thinking of this morning. I was like, you know, it's been a year, but I feel like, and I like, I've been going through it. Um, but it's like, I feel like I could be further along spiritually or emotionally or maturity, like in any single way possible, because I don't know, you're as close to Jesus as you want to be. And the closer you are, I just think, you know, if you do have those desires in your heart that you know he put there, I think, you know, that they will happen. Not that we have a relationship with God to get things. Do not think that way. Um, have more faith. Have more trust. Um, you know, this helps me just because, again, I'm reading the word. I'm sharing. I'm reflecting. Um, just doing it for anybody. Um, last thing I'm going to say, this is quite longer than I thought, but it's good. Um, last thing. So yesterday we're talking about kind of being closer to God and meeting God. And we went through John 15, chapter 15, one through 17, but basically we broke it down into, if you want to read that, you should. It's very it's good. It's good. You could probably like tackle each verse and just like sit on it and chew on it. But um, essentially it's broken down into like abiding in Jesus and being still with him and praying and and obviously reading his word, but also like talking to him and listening to him. That is a, what's going to make you more like Christ, aka help you produce fruit, love, joy, peace, patience, and just be literally abiding, <laughs> abiding with Jesus and abiding with all the fruit that you're producing, but then like producing that fruit and becoming more like Jesus 
you just come into like this loving and friendship relationship with Jesus. Um, and that's what I felt like I was lacking. Like one, I think I was lacking fruit from praying and from not doing this, but also I just felt like, obviously I'm not praying. Like my relationship with God is not going to be that strong. It's not going to feel like a loving friendship relationship. And if I'm not like abiding in him, then the world is kind of getting more into me than his spirit and Jesus and God. So, and that can happen quick. So, yeah, stay on your prayer game. Stay obedient to the things that you know you need to do. Um, you cannot have a relationship with Jesus or fruit to be obedient if you don't spend time with him and abide and talk to him and know what you need to do and pray with power and faith of who he is. That's what I wrote down, I guess. Um, way longer. Look. You will see me soon. Very soon. I'm not going to like give you a date because then I still would like to do it without my daughter here. It's just very less stressful. Um, but thank you for listening to another episode. If you're on YouTube, hi. If you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, however listen to your podcast, hi. Um, follow me. Follow me on Instagram too. It's just my name, Kendra Lynn Walters. I will be dropping the YouTube video soon on my Instagram, probably in like a week because it stays blurry for like a week, but this podcast will be up right away. Um, stay tuned. I'm going to pray us out. Dear Lord Jesus, Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for this time. Um, help us to abide in you. Help us to produce that fruit. Help us to just have a loving and friendship relationship with you, Lord. Help us to pray. Help us to listen to you, to be obedient to you. And we know that you'll just hold our hands and encourage us and help us to do whatever you've called us and whatever you've called us to do. You've also equipped us to do. Um, so we just walk today with strength, with faith, um, and courage, just knowing that um, we're here to do your work and that you've equipped us to do it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right. Peace, guys.